We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'll tell you, I am fired up today because how about them Bears? Dan Weederer. Dan Weederer from the Chicago Tribune again. Bears beat report and enterprise writer for the Chicago Tribune. This story by Dan Weederer, it's obviously very well reported. Covering the Bears for 670 the score and 2400 sports. I listened to you guys talk to Dan Weederer and he's spot on pretty much for everything. You know, and I agree with everything he said. We want it to be a fast Friday and a fast focus Friday. Dan Weederer. His name is Dan Weederer. Weederer time. Weedsy, Danny and Speeds, Weederer Time, Bears, the Take the North Pod, Dan Weederer Talks Football with you. Talk to Dan Weederer in just a second. Some fantastic texts coming in, some uh, really celebrating me getting caught up in the old Southwest Airlines fiasco. Sean and Charlotte writing in. I'm concerned Danny's mush powers are getting stronger. He mushed an entire airline. Yeah, I do feel like I brought a $20 billion company uh, to its knees. That's that's an excellent point. Someone says, you thought Danny was going to the Dells? The guy flies southwest. That's an, <laughs> that's an excellent text. That is an excellent text. Dan Weeder with us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Happy New Year, Dan. Happy New Year, you guys. I think that Grody now has filled in on so many shows that he is now the person I've talked to on this radio station the most here in the last uh, six months. Which Lucky means, you. which means, yeah, that, that's a big moment for you, of course. But I will try, <laughs> as I said to you in the locker room yesterday, I will try to not repeat questions that I've asked you because, you know, there's only there's only about five or six questions right now because there's not a lot going on on the field. Yeah. Well, ask me about my travel last week. I uh, I did something new in Detroit. I flew uh, I flew Delta to Detroit, and actually stayed in the Westin that is attached to the terminal for the first time. And I got to tell you, that's a really weird experience where you kind of go past where you you would go left to go to baggage claim, straight to go to PF Chang's, or straight and a quick left to walk right into your hotel. It was a really weird experience and one that I I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. But your flight took off and landed, and you got your luggage. <laughs> didn't have to check any luggage but both ways yes i did take off wow. i did land mm. i did cover the game and i did get home to see my family must be nice must be nice um all right so everyone i know the bears are not publicly obviously but uh <laughs> but everyone's on the the lose out train now right we we, we feel we feel confident in that at, at this point given that they're starting peterman and that we're one game away from potentially getting the number one pick choo choo uh, all aboard. All right. <laughs> like, like, let's just cancel the game, to be honest with you. I don't know why we're going to sit through this sort of 
three-hour affair on Sunday pretending like there's anything within it to actually uh, learn or experience or any of that. So John McClain was on because we wanted to play up how big of a game it is for Texans and Colts for the Texans to beat Houston for for, for Lovey and for the Bears to get the number one pick. And he told a story of years ago uh, when they trying to get Reggie Bush that they pulled a quarterback, uh, David Carr, thank you, and said he had an elbow injury so they could lose the last game. And then afterwards they were like, which elbow is it? Uh, and he was like, uh, and he didn't remember if he was supposed to say that he'd hurt his left elbow or, or his right elbow. Do you think that's what's going on with Justin Fields? Well, I think that Justin Fields probably has some sort of tenderness in his hip. <laughs> so do I, right? Like Justin Fields would have been able to play any other game uh, in the history of the sport other than this one. So like to see Matt Aberflus in a, in a 72 hour span, go from after the game in Detroit and be like, if Justin is healthy, he's playing to, you know, Wednesday being like, ah, you know, we sent him for an MRI and now it looks like we're going to have to start Nathan Peterman and probably mix in some Tim Boyle and, and let's just go play a game on Sunday. So yeah, that's a, a roundabout answer to uh, Justin is, is perfectly fine and he will be fine as, uh, as soon as 3 PM Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever it's worth, Andrew Janoko, the, the bears quarterbacks coach yesterday, Yesterday told us that uh, Justin was peeved that he's not playing yeah. and you know right. steaming over and, and Janoko I think was the only one who told us of the reaction and Dan you just kind of brushed by something too that Janoko said yesterday too he was asked about is it possible that we see Nathan Peterman and Tim Boyle no matter what in this game and I, my conclusion from it was, well, he didn't say no. Do, do you think that no matter how the game is going, we will see the Bears' third-string quarterback in this game? Well, I guess that was kind of Peterman. Okay. And now, yeah, spoil. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I, I have no idea what their specific plans are. I just, given some of the things that we heard and observed this week, I think that um, it would be fair to say that that is a distinct possibility. We'll just put it like that. So, okay, like, you'll have your notebook, right? Um I'm trying to think. Chase Claypool, like, 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 like what? Uh, Valus Jones, right? Like, wait, what? What? What is interesting, if anything, if you were if you were stretching, and I'm granting stretching here, what is interesting uh, for the Bears to evaluate on Sunday? I got nothing. Wow, I honestly okay. got nothing. I mean, I, I told I told Colleen Kane uh, yesterday when I walked in the house hall. I said, "Here, good good news. I already wrote." 60% of my, uh, my game coverage for Sunday because it's so much more big picture than this at this point. And this is just, it's a preseason game, right? It's for the Bears purposes. It's a preseason game and we'll see what unfolds within it. But I'm not going in with a bullet pointed list of got to observe this, got to observe that. It's just going to kind of, you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna let it play out and, and see if there's anything notable that happens. And then hopefully we just uh, sort of flip the page and, and get into to more big picture topics, which includes next week, hearing from the general manager, uh, for a state of the team evaluation. Yes. So, so we're talking to Dan Wiederer here. Um, how do you think Ryan Poles will handle the question of, are you committed to Justin Fields being your quarterback next year? I don't know. And, and that's the most interesting thing that is out there right now, because it's not only something that you have to message internally, it's something you have to message gracefully publicly and whatever words you speak at that dais on Tuesday or Wednesday, or if it's Thursday of next week are going to be parsed, right. And they're going to be scrutinized for months uh, until we get to the combine and get to talk to them again and, and dig deeper onto to some of their plans. 
uh, we need to know a little bit more. The last time we really talked to Ryan Poles about the quarterback was pregame of the Patriots game on Monday night in October. I'm where everything was in a different state than it is now. And so to hear him kind of give us a public evaluation of what he's seen, uh, what he hasn't seen, where he's at, it's going to be meaningful in some way or another. And I think we just kind of have to wait to see what those words are and then kind of um, dissect the words, read between the lines, look at body language, all those types of things to figure out kind of, kind of what their thought process is. Do you ever read on, I'll leave Ryan Poles out of it, but do you ever read on Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, and Andrew Janoco. You know, I'm going to leave Janoco out of it, too, because it, it is the job of the assistants to give high praise to their players when they speak. That's what they all they all do. But what is your thought on the – do you think that Eberflus and Getze think they have their guy in Justin Fields? Do you think they're sold? So, Gertie, I had a chance to talk to Getze one-on-one on Thursday for something I'm working on, and he's awesome because he's so, you know, as you know, sitting in that room, he's so grounded, he's so real talk-based. You know, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He just tells you how he feels, tells you what the sentiments are. So there's a couple things to the question you just asked me. The first thing is is I asked him what what excites him the most about Justin's skill set going forward. He just said he's still so young and so raw in this thing, and because of the way he's invested, that he has the work ethic – the mindset that they can chase this thing like nobody else, meaning chase trying to turn him into a star quarterback. Along with that, he's very, very honest about the growth that is necessary for this passing game to take and was, was really, really to the point in saying, when you finish a season as the number one ranked rushing offense in the NFL and the number 32 ranked passing offense in the NFL, it's not sustainable. If you want to be a successful team yep. that has sustainable success, you have to have more balance. You have to have more ways to beat teams in this league. And so that's now the next mission. It, it, it's seeking ways to figure out how to develop and push Justin Fields forward in his quarterback journey so that he can be a lot better in a lot of boxes that need to be checked so that we can say, okay, this isn't just a playmaking guy and a dynamic athlete. This is a quarterback who does things in the passing game that give him a chance to be elite. What do you think – Justin Fields would command in a trade. Not Justin, but Ryan Poles could command for Justin Fields. I have no idea. You know, I, 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 I don't know what the comps for that would be. And it'd be worth looking into and trying to figure out what, you know, this isn't Josh Rosen, right? Like this isn't a guy no. who, 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 you know what I mean? So there, there's just, there, there's so very few times when a guy at this stage of a career, you know, would even come up in those kinds of talks, particularly after you've had the season he's had, I'll, I'll, I'll say this from my perspective that this would, if, if they even entertained the prospects of trading Justin Fields, it would be one of the boldest thought processes in the history of Chicago sports, Correct, right? Like, and for all of the, the forgiveness that Ryan Poles has bought this year, simply by being affiliated with Justin Fields, right. Who's been the guy that has been the engine of hope, for everybody in the city, everybody in the fan base to then just say, like, I don't really <laughs> I don't really want that leash and that forgiveness anymore. I'm going to take the guy that's excited you more than anybody in, in 10 years and I'm going to get rid of him. Well, yikes. Right. I, I don't know that if I was in that chair, uh, I could justifiably even entertain that thought process, particularly when you have another year here where you could let it play out. And then when we get to this time next year, if you're still not in then you've got you've got options in that regard. Yeah, I agree with you on how bold it would be, Dan. 
But this situ- it'd be unprecedented, you know, it, it'd be it, unprecedentedly bold. It, it it would be, but and again, I you obviously know where I stand on Justin Fields. I want them to build around Justin Fields. I want them to take whatever draft pick they get, hopefully the number one pick, trade down and acquire as many assets as possible to support and build around Justin Fields. That's what I would do. That's what I expect Ryan Poles to do. But this is a unique situation they found themselves in. Like you said, unprecedented. It, it, if they have their franchise quarterback and they have the ability to draft any quarterback that they want, any player that they want in the draft, and the GM didn't select the current quarterback, like he, he, to me, he has to go to Alabama's pro day. He ha- and not just for Will Anderson, like to evaluate yeah, Bryce yeah. Young, right? He, he has to be open to Bryce Young maybe is better. And the rookie contract and all of that and and entertain that, if nothing else, for the charade and the bluff of the rest of the league and maintaining the value of that pick to try to play a game of chicken. And I don't think that that's offensive to Justin Fields or to, you know, you tell him on the side, hey, man, I got to do what I got to do, but we love you and we plan to build around you. And and you go forward from there. That's how I hope he approaches this next next week and for the next three months. So first things first, you should always be at Alabama's pro day. That's a lesson. Of yes, Alabama. yes, exactly. Yes. GM 101. 100%. Right? Like, just be there. I would hope that over the last, you know, five, six months, they've had scouts and front office execs and Ryan and Ian scouting every single quarterback prospect that's available in this class. It's something you should do every single year, whether you're shopping for one or not. It's yep. just part, part of the part of the due diligence process. And so you got to make decisions. You know, you have to you have to look short term. You've got to look long term, and you've got to make decisions. I just think that this is so delicate, and and you better, again, when we come back to the messaging to to your own building, to your coaches, to your players, to the, himself, you better be honest and forthright in a way where you don't jeopardize that trust. You, you know, you, you can't tell a guy one thing and then go behind his back and do another thing, and then just kind of kind of make that become an episode or an issue or a drama that you have to deal with. Um, we'll see where it goes. I mean, like it's going to, we're going to be, we're going to be stuck. I always tell people, you know, pre-draft season is basically the length of the regular season, yep. you know, and, and it gets painful at times because you get maybe in your world, it's better because um, being stuck in a tornado of speculation, isn't necessarily a bad thing in my world. It's just kind of a headache and it's annoying and you've got to chase rumors and, and try to, you know, t- test the validity of them, which one's, pop like bubbles that are out in the driveway on a summer afternoon and oh no this is my super bowl dan uh, <laughs> yeah the, 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 so, so, the bears being able to do anything they want in trades or free agency because of their cap space and potential so being able to control free agency and being able to control the draft with having the number one pick that's i mean other than a super bowl caliber team that's about as good as it gets for sports talk radio i'm so excited <laughs> i'm so excited let me ask you this because I got some blowback on Twitter while you were out about a series of tweets I, I sent out. I can't remember after which it was after the Bills game. Uh, and I said something along the lines of most of the hope that's attached to the Chicago Bears right now is based around Justin, play, Justin Fields' playmaking artistry and imagination. Do you agree or disagree with that? Um, imagination makes it feel like you don't believe it can be real maybe but like like i i would say projection like if if justin fields is able to have this many number of flashes 
and high-scoring games, right? And it was not consistent. Well, yeah, well, wait on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, go finish, finish your thought. Yeah, yeah but I'm just saying, it, it, it was not consistent, but, like, putting up 33 on the Patriots, who for a while were a top-10 defense and were at the time, 29 on the Cowboys, uh, 32 on the Dolphins, 30 on the Lions, right? Like, he he to be able to do that and to have a 10-game stretch with a passer rating of 97 with 14 touchdowns, six picks, seven rushing touchdowns, completing 66% of his passes. Like, if he can do that with bad pass blocking and bad, bad pass uh, catching in his first year in the system, second year in the league, it doesn't take a great imagination to imagine what it would be third and fourth year in the league with better people around him, right? So I, I, I feel like the imagination makes you feel like it's not based in anything that we've seen when I do think that we've seen enough flashes to say, damn, if this guy had some help, some support, and some time, he could be pretty good pretty consistently. So a couple things. Part of the imagination that I'm talking about is is the imagination of, of who they're going to add around him. Yeah. And, and that's what is fueling a lot of people is they, you know, you see it on, on social media. The, like, here's my dream draft, and here's the four receivers that I decided that they were going to trade for that, that are now part of the, the Bears for 2023. The other part is the last time they sniffed 30 points in a game was November 13th. I'm looking at my calendar now. It's January 6th. That's a long-ass time ago now, right? Like, the last time they sniffed 30 points. And it's just odd to me that we, we, we are so selective at times with the sample sizes that we're going to, to choose to believe in and the ones that we're going to dismiss. When I say imagination, I kind of think of it as the, the, the imagination you have when you're on a flight to Las Vegas, you know, and you're thinking about the possibilities of what you can do at a craps table or at a blackjack table or uh, if you play poker or whatnot. And, and what truly you feel when you get back on that return flight, which is, uh, you know, there's a lot of feelings you have on that return flight from Vegas. And a lot of times I've never related to I've never related to you more <laughs> than moment. I do in this moment. <laughs> big moment. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, it's, you can think big and then, you know, like. When I first got in the league, I had a, an executive tell me that, you know, free agency is a flea market. You know, in my 10 years covering the Bears, you can go down the list of, of names of guys that they brought to a podium after signing them in free agency. And for every, you know, Akeem Hicks and, and what, like Danny Trevathan, Allen Robinson, Robert Quinn, you've got a, you know, Vlad Dukas or a Bobby Massey or a Taylor Gabriel, or, Houston. Or, you know, yeah. James Anderson, right? Like, you know, so it, it is, it's a flea market. And I think that, you know, we just kind of have to keep that in perspective when we're dreaming about the dream scenarios of what's going to be around Justin in 2023. The odds are that it's still going to be a mediocre to below average supporting cast that he's going to have in 2023, which I think everyone in the league agrees is going to be a very pivotal year in learning who he actually is as an NFL quarterback and what he uh, ultimately can become in the most important position in sports. Yeah, that I'm 100% with you, and I don't think I don't get the sense that Bears fans think that next year's team's a Super Bowl team or even necessarily a playoff team. I think a lot of Bears. No, but it, go ahead. It, but I was going to say it's it's, it's just the, it's like the thought process of as soon as we get Justin Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown, you know he'll be good. As soon as we get him that version, of, well, that guy may not be coming, and so at some point your quarterback may have to be the guy who lifts everybody because you didn't get enough done around him to get him the perfect supporting cast that takes him to his highest level. And he's going to have to do things on his own. He's going to have to do things with the coaching staff and he's going to have to do things in the passing game, which you hear from people inside that building, anticipation throws, uh, rhythm and timing, you know, finding checkdowns, making the simple, simple. All of these are boxes that Justin has not checked in 2022. And if he doesn't check them in 2023, well, now all of a sudden we're having a conversation next December and January about, uh Oh, which direction do they go now? Well, yeah, I mean, a couple of things. You, asking him to do it alone, you know, for 
very few quarterbacks do it alone. I don't, I don't really have any examples of guys who like strictly do it alone. But I, your point is valid. They might not add him a number one receiver this year. That guy might not be available. It's a terrible year for free agents. They might not want to trade guys uh, to, to sign him, and there's not a receiver that you're going to draft at the absolute top of the draft. So I'm with you there. Um, why I think the quarterback thing is interesting in the draft is if, if they got the number one pick and Caleb Williams was there, don't you think everybody would be clamoring for them to take Caleb Williams? Yes. Different draft. Different. I think that's, but that's why I think that there's a luxury here for Ryan Poles to be able to see things through in 2023 with Justin, get a bigger sample size, get another year of development, get another year of, of better help around him and make a judgment. And then if you get to next year, look, I get it. Like you're, you're probably not going to be picking this high again. Exactly. But everybody can like, the, this is what I keep saying. And this is why I think there's been just such a, um, exaggeration of what the value of being this high on the draft board is, is because there's just not documented evidence that picking this high is a, a surefire way to, to get yourself on the championship track. The one player that bears fans are, are more excited about now than anybody that, that, that I've covered in my time covering the team was taken in a draft where the bears walked into draft weekend, selecting 20th, right? Like, so you can maneuver to, you'd rather not have to do those things, but like, it's possible. And so, so if you decide next year, we're out on Justin, we can trade him, we can take assets and trade up and, and go get Caleb Williams or Drake May, you can make that decision next year and you won't have alienated an entire city and an entire fan base because you pulled the plug on their, on their fun new toy uh, way, way early. Yeah, I, the example I think that works is the Dolphins and Niners trade, man. Like, that's what that – go ahead. Yeah, but like, so I, I would say like, that's, that's the best case scenario. I'm just like, like, we never talk about what the, the Browns got back when they traded with Philly uh, in the Carson Wentz deal, right? In 2016, like, go, go, go tell me what, what the Browns did with the stockpile of picks they got. Go tell me what the Rams did with the stockpile of picks they, they gave, uh, they got from Washington when, when, the, the Redskins went after RG3. Well, it's, sure. It's always you, you, fun to talk about. Yeah, you, you still have to hit with the picks, right? Like the, the Lions are thrilled that they traded. Uh, th- that's a win-win trade, right? The Lions are thrilled to have the Rams pick, and the Rams are thrilled to to get Stafford. That's a, that's a, that's a win-win trade. Sometimes the draft picks you get back, your GM's going to blow it. Other times he's going to hit it out of the park like it seems like the Dolphins have done. No, right, but that, that's like that, that's not the percentages, right? And that's what I'm pushing back on is, is it's like we, we that's why I say imagination. It's like imagine if they do the best possible thing. Well, also just acknowledge that there's a possibility that they do like a, a mediocre thing, not even a bad thing, a mediocre thing like the the Titans trading uh, the pick number one uh, when the Rams came up and got golf. You know, they did okay with that. They, they turned the first rounder into Jack Conklin. I think they got Derrick Henry in that deal. Um, you know, maybe another offensive tackle and, and Janu Smith. But that didn't, that didn't become like some, some franchise-changing moment that, the, you know, that this, this entire season of, let, you know, let's get a top three pick has been sort of framed to be. Yeah, I, I actually, our our, uh, our assistant program director is a huge Titans fan, and he always talks about that trade as being the, the yeah the the one that actually helped that that team that made it to the AFC Championship game. But yes, it's not always going to be sustained success uh, for a contender unless your quarterback is the real deal, unless Fields is the real deal. But uh, hey, man, the season begins on Monday. <laughs> I, I, well, I will tell you, I'm going to be checking out for a few weeks uh, because I need a break from this. And then uh, when we get closer to combine time and and free agency and the draft, there is going to be a surplus of topics. And, you know, listen, like this has been a fun season because there's been a lot of conversation. There's been a lot of debate. It's been 
very passionate in the city. That's the one thing that I never take for granted in this job that I've had. And so it's been, it's been fun to, to chronicle it and we've got a lot more ahead of us. Yeah. It's been, uh, 20, since I've been back in Chicago, 2017, the 2018 season's probably my favorite. And this is a very close second. I've loved every minute of it. Uh, Dan, thank you, man. We'll talk soon. Enjoy that game. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, man. Go Texans. Hey, was, was there anything better than? Well, there there will be better, but the the Khalil Mack show that we once oh, did. Oh, that was so fun. That's what we thought that 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 it couldn't get any better. They got Khalil Mack. Oh yeah. Mi- missing piece, quarterback on a rookie deal, exciting yeah. offensive coach from the Andy Reid system. Yeah, it was great. It's like I'll meet you in the studio. We're doing a show. We're doing we're doing a show. <laughs> and yes, that. Uh, of course, I don't know if Ryan Poles is going to execute the draft correctly and hit all the picks. Of course. But the better the asset that you get, the more assets you can get in a trade down, and then the more darts you have to throw at the dartboard, so the more chances you have of hitting a bullseye. Less chances of screwing up. That's, that's However you want to frame it. Yeah, yes. so, yeah, yeah that, that's, the, that's the argument I, I've been making around it uh, this entire time. So I heard some interesting stuff about the Bears president search while I was gone, talking to two different people. I'd like to share some of this with you. Uh, I find it fascinating on a number of levels and want to hear, I'm going to throw things at you that I heard from a couple different people. Okay. You tell me interesting or not interesting. Okay. 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 All right. A little interesting or not interesting. A little interesting or not interesting. (laughs) Not interesting. Really interesting. (laughs) Around the Bears president. I know we were playing that. Yeah. You know, uh, Danny, I'm not that interested. (laughs) Right. It's totally fair. Tanny's ready for the game. If you had known we were playing that, you went to warn the target hoodie? Is that that, that, that (laughs) what you're saying? Yeah, fair. (laughs) Parkins is being on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Well, that and there's the name. Afternoons on the score. The only evidence that I know is look at the Big Ten and look at the direction they're going. Unfortunately, with Ohio State and Michigan both getting beat, it takes away a little of the luster from the Big Ten. But nevertheless, it's still a growing conference, and, you know, he's done a great job developing that. So that's Tom Thayer on Kevin Warren, who is rumored to be the new president 
of the Chicago Bears. And this happened while I was gone. And I thought this was kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, largely just uh, to suit job, you know? And it's the type of thing where we, we focus so much on it being Ted Phillips because he's been there for so long and they have won so little and the first Soldier Field renovation went poorly that it's like once they hire Ryan Poles and they have their top football guy, the job should get a little bit less interesting to to Bears fans, right? Like you've got your football right. guy. They're, they're building a stadium in Arlington Heights. You want this job to be more than a building developer, but I don't know how interesting it is. But I was then, I just like happened to talk to a couple of different people and found out some just interesting things about Kevin Warren and about the process. So I'll start with something I heard about the process. Would it interest you, interesting or not interesting, to know that these interviews are being conducted by three people, George McCaskey, Tanisha Wade, and Ted Phillips, that Ted Phillips is interviewing his successor? That is interesting, and I'm actually I'm okay with that trio. I, I, I'm okay with Ted being part of this because – that that is his skill. He is very skilled when it comes to the business operation side, and he has been leading the project in Arlington Heights. So yeah, I I know the knee jerk for people is to what? It, yeah, it's gonna. I, I feel like the knee jerk for people is it's gonna be like, wait a minute. So the guy who couldn't do the job is interviewing the guy who's hopefully gonna do the job better. Yeah, but that's how they're doing it. They have a they have like a recruiter, you know, like a consultant firm yeah. that's helping giving them candidates. And then it's been it's it's George it's uh, Tanisha Wade who's in charge of I forget her exact title but I don't I'm sorry is can it, you look can you look I don't want to quote the wrong yeah title. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it I is. don't have it off the top of my but, head either and, and then and then Ted Phillips is th- those three people doing the interview so Ted is interviewing his successor so a yes interesting okay. b I'm cool with that okay cool like that too. Uh, the senior vice president of diversity equity and inclusion okay. Thank you. So diversity, equity, and inclusion. She's there. Ted's there. George's there. All right. Next thing that I heard. Do you feel included, by the way? I wasn't interviewed. So I think by that. Do, def- do you feel included on this process, Mark? Do I feel included yeah. on this process? Is no. Tanisha doing a good job? <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah. All right. By the way, did you guys with me interesting? Because we're, if we're doing the interesting oh, uh, The interesting, not interesting game? Are we, yeah. Are you interesting? I, said, I said interesting. Yeah. And. I'm cool with the three. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Voting interesting. All right. How about this? It's apparently known in those circles, executive circles, uh, commissioner circles, whatever you would call those titans of industry, right? Presidents of teams, GMs of teams, commissioners of conferences, whatever you would call that grouping of people, it's apparently known that Kevin Warren wants to be the commissioner of the NFL. Mm. That it's just like he's very career-oriented. He's very ambitious. He's a careerist. And he is interested. His dream job is commissioner of the NFL. He was the commissioner of the Big Ten. So the idea there would be potentially, I got to get back into the NFL stepping stone yeah that to, sounds awful to the, being nfl commissioner the idea that the chicago bears would be a stepping stone is a big big red flag for me no thanks then okay that, yeah I, so so but but, but interesting yeah the shield but it, but interesting 
Interesting anecdote, right? Yes. Right? Yes. I thought so, yeah. too. Okay. Mild, mild, the, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's yeah. a mild, mildly interesting anecdote. No, okay. that's the BS, yeah, that that we've decided from yeah. from Maddie Berflus. Yeah. Like when he's lying to you. Oh, I no, I don't think get, it's yeah. no, no, no. I don't think it's the BS. I think it's the it's the very decisive. Yeah, and I don't want to expand on it. Yeah, yeah, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah. Next yeah. question. Yeah. So I I think it maybe has been used in that way, Shane. But I I think of it as more of just a yeah, that's it, and let's we don't need to talk because because normally you say yes and he doesn't yes and it's yeah and it's over. Don't ask follow ups. Yeah, yeah. All right. So two, I'm two for two. You've missed a lot. Like when your server at the restaurant is talking to you a little bit too much and you're just like, yeah, the food's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the back of an Uber and the guy wants to talk about music or whatever. Yeah. 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 It gets so food hasn't changed in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. (laughs) So that's it. Okay. Yeah. Next. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, now I don't like this game. (laughs) Now I don't like the game anymore. All right. The job comes with some obvious questions for these candidates because you know you know you ever go on a job interview and it's like well would you like to ask me some questions yeah. about about right it's like oh, oh, oh crap <laughs> yeah apparently yeah. a very common theme has been like um are you gonna be here a long time oh the selling of the team thing apparently that has been a very like course. Because if you guys, you know, Virginia just turned a hundred yesterday. If you sell the team, <laughs> then the new owners are going to want to bring in their own president. Yeah. Am I? Are you doing this? And so apparently that has been a consistent theme throughout the interview, which makes sense, right? Wouldn't you? Of course, in yeah. any company, yes. Yeah. Who's the owner going to be? And apparently the, the, the response is, we intend to keep the team in the family until the second coming of the rapture. Like the, 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 the response apparently is, we got no intention of selling. But that hits me, and now I'm editorializing, I'm not speaking sourced at all here. That hits me as like the Jim Harbaugh statement the other day of like, I expect to be coaching Michigan next year. Yeah, there's a loop, loophole, <laughs> loophole language is right? what it is. Yeah. It, but I, I thought I was like, oh, it, that makes sense if you put a little bit of thought. But apparently that has been a consistent question. Is it cr- okay. No, that, that is interesting. All right, so I'm three for three with you. Yes. On interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. You get a Pat Hughes, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about this? And this is... We'll just say my media conjecture, right? I sometimes like to guess sources and reporters don't always love it or whatever. So I'll I'll remove the sourced part of this for a second. But the first thing that I thought when I saw, like, oh, Kevin Warren, front runner. Like, that's interesting. You wouldn't think that this would be the type of story that would get scooped. You would think that it would be the type of story that, like, the Bears announce when they're damn well good and ready. They announce it. Um, And one of the things that George said when he was talking about the candidates and the the traits that he wanted, one of them was humility. So how this went down was it gets leaked that Kevin Warren is a finalist for the job. And then a couple of hours later, a statement from the Big Ten is released 
Over the course of three decades in professional and collegiate sports, Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren regularly receives unique opportunities and requests for his expertise from leaders across a variety of industries, ranging from professional sports ownership groups to private equity firms. The commissioner utilizes each occurrence to listen, learn, and assist every stakeholder in the most appropriate and effective manner. Like, he leaked it himself. <laughs> he, 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 he leaked it. He leaked it himself, and then he released a statement talking about himself in the third person from his own conference, saying, "Well, rich people and owners ask me for my expertise all the time. I'm just taking these phone conversations, but of course, I'm committed to the Big Ten. No, you're not. You want the job, right? Well, th- that is interesting, right? And <laughs> I'll just say, I, I don't. I mean, good for him. I mean, he's working for himself. It, he got his name out there. We're talking about this guy about every day. But I mean, isn't that like transparently obvious what happened? Why would the Bears want to leak that? Right. Why, they they why don't. They the, don't. They don't do that. Why would they? They it, don't do that. Uh, uh, there's no benefit to the Bears releasing that it's ke- uh, leaking to the media uh, uh, that, that, uh, that, it, that it's Kevin Warren unless they are hiring him like tomorrow. I disagree and, with that. And, and why? There would be a benefit to leaking that from the Bears' perspective. I don't think that they did. But the benefit would be that my reaction was when I heard it was Kevin Warren. It's like, oh, the Bears are aiming high. Oh, this so like is a not, trial balloon, like, t- like t- testing well, the reaction. Well, not even that. I think that they they had to know, that, or they would know that that would. I mean, a guy with that kind of credibility and that guy in charge of that conference and the money's involved in that. I think most people be like, no, nah, that's cool because the Bears have been accused so many times of not aiming high. All the first year GMs, all the first year, hmm. they seem like they want control. I think. But why giving- not just why not just hire the guy then who has the great resume that would be perceived as the home run hire? Why why leak it? Well, I don't think they did. I'm t- I'm telling you why it would be advantageous. Okay. Of the, like you said, there would be no advantage whatsoever. I think that this is like a when people hear that name, or if they don't know the name and they read the resume, they're like, "Oh, the Bears are for real with this." Like, we're not going to be talking about the way people talked about Ted Phillips as oh, the guy's just an accountant. He's getting in the way. You'd have a credible guy up there that we don't have to vet and try to figure out exactly who he is, which the Bears don't typically do. They don't do that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that no, that's that's true. I read it, and a texter put it the same way. I I read it as Kevin Warren giving himself a job recommendation, him <laughs> being like, "Hey, according to sources, Kevin Warren's interviewed multiple times for the Bears' president job, and uh, he's a strong candidate." Let me release a statement. Uh, Kevin Warren gets asked by professional sports teams and private equity firms all the time to lend expertise, and he does it, but for now he's really committed to the big time because that Kevin Warren, he's a hell of a guy. I like, Both I like, of these sources are from Kevin Warren. I like to th- see him like think that he's dictating it out loud to his secretary. Say, like, take a note here. I, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I obviously don't know that last part like, def- like for, for fact, but that just screamed to me. Kevin Warren benefits by having Kevin Warren's name out there, and then Kevin Warren releases a statement about Kevin Warren in the third person about how often Kevin Warren gets called for his expertise. <laughs> I was like, are we, are we kidding? That yeah, was, that's a lot. That was so transparent in the whole thing. So, anyway, that's that's, uh, that's where I landed. All right, so then i got to ask you the question. Would you like the Bears to hire Kevin Warren? No, I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about the how about the game Sunday, man? Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to our focus. Go Bears! Yeah. Oh, no. no, don't go Bears. Yeah, 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 right. don't, go Houston. Go, yeah, go Houston. Right. Go Lovey. Go Vikings. Yeah. Go Texans. My bad. I, I lost focus there for a second. That's okay. Bar- That's Barton right. Spiegel on the score. 
you know, we call today Feel Good Friday, so I'm trying to stick to that, you know? <laughs> I like it, I like it. I don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. No one gives it to you. You have to take it. Another thing I missed while I was gone. Shane hadn't seen The Departed? My God, man. I feel like we've talked about that. I don't think we have, but you watched it. Yeah, last night. What'd you think? I mean, good movie. Whoa! It was a good flick. <laughs> That's a fun movie. He's a stud. They they play Ship It Up to Boston twice. In the beginning and then mm. in the middle. What's that about? Dee, 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 dee. That one? Yeah, that one. The I mean, one that Tandy long... just let in with. Yeah, it's I a know. long movie. There are other songs. Are there, though? And, and the fact that the only guy to get nominated for an Oscar has like eight minutes of screen time and it's Mark Wahlberg. He was great. Le- that should have been Leo's first Oscar. He was great in that movie. It was a good movie. But no, uh, Tanny had asked me, or, or somebody had tweeted at me, you know, rank this among your favorite Martin Scorsese. That's Martin, right? Yeah. Martin Scorsese, Scorsese movies. Says, but go ahead. Whatever, weirdo. So I, I, I'm thinking about it today Martin. with Tanny, <laughs> dork, and we pull up the top Martin Scorsese movies. I've seen The Departed now, and I've also seen Wolf of Wall Street. And that's it. This is a guy who has not seen Goodfellas. Yeah. We do Casino, a good... Casino, Gangs of New York. You know, I know the other movies. Yeah, but, yeah but I we, don't. But we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I learned today. But we do Goodfellas treatments on the show monthly. Right. So I feel like I've experienced the movie already. What, what more do I need? Yeah, no, there's no way that there could be anything from that movie that you could enjoy or glean. That's, yeah, so I'm looking for recommendations on what Goodfellas. my next uh, movie should be. <laughs> yeah, 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 good. I, I'd, re- I'd recommend okay. Goodfellas. But I mean, what an Good fellows. So, have you not seen The Departed out of lack of interest, or because there was so much pressure on you to see it? Everyone—that's usually what people lead in conversation with with me—is, "Hey, go watch The Departed." That's a weird thing to say. It's—it's it's very weird, and I'm tired of being told what to do. So last night I'm sitting down, I made my dinner, and I've eaten my dinner. There's no football on. You know, I love watching football on Thursdays, and I was like, "What am I going to watch?" Oh, it's been about a week and a half since somebody told me to watch The Departed. So I, I paid four bucks, rented it on iTunes, and watched that sucker. And it was, it had it. It was good. <laughs> it's I, your favorite liked, part. <laughs> favorite part. Um, or favorite character. All the murder at the end. Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> it, j- jamming bat. the murder. Or in the moment, I noticed one of the guys was telling Leo the address that they were going to at the end, and he tells him the wrong address on purpose. Because he knows, oh, Leo's already there. Do you need me to walk you through that subtle imagery at the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With, With the, the, rat. the rat walking yeah. across? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no I caught that. that. Yeah, I caught that. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a movie I'd recommend to a, to a colleague. <laughs> so now you see why people have been recommending it yeah. to you. The irony is we've we've all seen it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. recommend it to I a friend, not a colleague. Yeah, yeah. No, I have other colleagues. What about Paz? <laughs> <laughs> Has Port seen a movie? <laughs> He seems like he, he. No, no, no. He seems to me like he'd be a huge, huge sports movie guy. Like swear <laughs> by the sports movies. That's can't right. go to bed before it, until he watches The Natural. Yes, yeah, he loves Remember the Titans. Y'all, I, I can't. I can't watch any movies tonight. <laughs> the, the Nashville Preds are on. I gotta watch hockey, y'all. But in his sick basement. Well, but don't you like envy people? Like no, everyone's got. Usually be, not. No, I don't normally envy most humans. Definitely not. But like. When 
when someone tells me that they're watching The Wire for the first time or The Sopranos yeah. for the first time or Breaking Bad for the first time, I am jealous of them oh. because they are going through this like experience that was a seminal like moment for sure. me, and it's just this unbelievable journey that they're going on. You haven't seen a lot of good things. Yeah, yeah, because I prefer to go out and socialize and um and have conversations with people right, and not bit, just staring at the screen. Yeah, yeah. Just good. there's so much sex to be had. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to watch a Marty Scorsese movie? Well, for Tanny, I got to go out there and bone. There's a decent <laughs> amount of sex in Martin Scorsese movies. Only one in The Departed. Oh, really? That's why you got to rewatch Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Plenty there. But yeah, yeah, there's there's too much too much boning to be done to be sitting down watching movies, you know? Yeah, often one leads to the next. But well, not when you're alone, Danny. <laughs> well, yeah, well, right. I always have someone to watch a movie with, not necessarily always someone to have sex with. That is being married. Uh, well, so what should what should our little Shane, who's all grown oh, up? Oh, don't call me that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. That's adorable. Don't do that. What should, so if I say Goodfellas, what, what, what should he watch next that he hasn't seen? You were talking about Scorsese flicks? It's, Scors- it's Scorsese. Scorsese. You're right. Yeah. Tanny, what would you say? I mean, I, I've seen I I cherish his entire catalog almost. <laughs> I think I've seen like seventy five percent of his movies. I mean, start with something relatively recent. I mean, I love Mean Streets, but that's nineteen seventy three. There's no way you'll recent, be into yeah. that. Um, so it's twenty years before I was born. Go with uh, go with Casino, man. Yeah, Casino would be good. What's that about? <laughs> A casino. <laughs> Great Wolf Lodge. What's the Daniel Day Lewis? Uh, Gangs in New York. Gangs in New York. You, would, you would love that one. You yeah, be an you Irish would, you, and all. You would like. You'd that love movie. the. You'd love the butcher because yeah, you're like would. into the meats and all. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah there's other things too yeah. that he'd love about the butcher. Yeah, I think so too. No, <laughs> oh, I love. What is it? Uh, isn't the butcher the best part of that movie by he's, far? He's awesome. What yeah. else would I love? Yeah. What part? No, we're not gonna spoil it. Watch it. Yeah, spoil it for you. Watch it, and then five hours later, when you're done with the movie, you can say, "Oh, that's mean, guys." It's just funny. Oh, it's tell a story. Gangs of New York, huh? Gangs of New York, you would enjoy. Okay. Yes, yeah, and John and, C. Riley's in it. Oh, big That's fan right. of him. Yeah. There's a lot big of fan of John C. Goodfellas, are. Casino. Those, those should be your next three Scorsese movies. Goodfellas, Casino, Gangs of New York. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good big three. Are we missing any of the obvious ones, Tanny? Or do we Taxi Driver, The Irishman? Oh, right. Well, I was saying, like, he's not going to watch anything before 1990. I'm assuming. I, I might. Goodfellas I, I is probably the oldest we can do, right? Goodfellas is 90 or 91. 90. Yeah. 90. Okay. Yeah. I've got plans tonight, um, but maybe tomorrow. Big sex night well, tonight ho- for hopefully, you. Hopefully. Just going out and having sex. Hope- <laughs> <laughs> well, I usually keep that in-house. Yeah, well, that's all. Yeah, like we it. like to keep that in-house. Well, oh, really? All that's right. bad, working well, within well, the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, right. Yeah, doing that. Yeah, it, could be, it could be a problem. Yeah. Well, congratulations on finally seeing The Departed. Thank you. I appreciate it. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm open to other movies. Oh, right, well, te- text chain things that he should see. 773. No, no, no. Don't do that. They, they will text you. Remember I did that on the overnight? Yeah, you've given yeah. out your number before on the yeah. show. Yep. Shane posts his address on the internet like one out of every seven tweets. It gets it gets real dangerous out there. Uh, an interesting comp and praise for Justin Fields. I want to hear it for myself next on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is good. 
Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.